I'm feeling good. I got a monkey on my back, and now I'm finally free. I gave my life over to Christ. He changed my life, and now I'm finally free. Don't have to carry no more weight up on my shoulders. Now I'm finally free. Finally, oh yeah. So many things in life I had to give up on. But my God didn't give up on me. No, he didn't. Ooh, ooh. He gave me another chance. Another yeah. I was blind, but now I see. Oh, yeah. I finally gave my life to Christ, and now I'm finally free. Anything I need, my God provides for me. What they say can't stop my moves Let me say a thing or two about what God can do for you I know he did it for me, I know that he do it for you Because I am living proof of what my God can do for you People change, but my God won't change I walk up the storm with a smile on my face Sing a hallelujah, it's the higher praise Lord, I want to thank you for another day family welcome to the brother ben x podcast y'all let me know where y'all from in the comment section let me know where y'all from in the comment section where y'all tuned in from today
Let me know where y'all tuned in from today, man. And that song right there is a song by a brother named Tonio Armani, man. It's called uh, Free at Last, man. Dope look. Dope song right there. Finally free. Today we're going to discuss, uh, man, just being at war, fighting for your life. Fighting for my life. How many of y'all fighting for your life, man? How many of y'all at war? The minister said the war has begun. Uh-oh. Ooh. Didn't he say it? He said the war of Armageddon, the spiritual war. He said it has begun, so I know we're dealing with it. All of us may be dealing with a little depression. Some of us may be dealing with so we we dealing with something. Let me know where y'all from, man. We got Philly in the house. Chicago in the house. My goodness. Missouri in the house. Man, y'all all the way from Missouri tune in. Y'all all the way from Missouri. Oh, man, we got North Carolina. Charlotte. Shoot. All right, man, let's get started. I was inspired by Brother Elijah Farrakhan. He he made a post about knowing martial arts. And in martial arts, when someone is, you know, attacking you, there are certain movements and certain defense mechanisms that we have to avoid it, uh, counter it, uh, counter it um, put someone in submission, etc. And, you know, oftentimes many of us love to fight. You can't wait to fight somebody. You can't wait to go off on somebody. Let somebody do you wrong. You can't wait to show them who you really are. You don't know who you messing with. You don't cross the wrong one. But how many of us are prepared to fight that internal battle? Hmm? Because it is the, it is the eternal, it's the internal battle. That's preparing us for the external battle. And many of us, we fighting on the inside in our mind in this world. And because it's an internal battle that people can't see nobody physically attacking you. They can't see nobody trying to rob you. They can't see nobody trying to do nothing to you externally. They don't know something is going wrong. And family, only you know you're dealing with something. You may have a close friend that you trust and you may share it with them. But honestly, some things you still ain't shared, have you? Some things you still haven't said, have you? And you've been dealing with it or not dealing with it in darkness. You've been going through it, man. You don't want to put that on social media. Because oftentimes social media is our highlight reel. We'll talk about when life is good. Oh, we'll talk about when God is blessing me. But when you're going through that trial, we don't know that that too is a blessing. And that's what I want to help share with us today. Uh, those of us who are going through it kind of give us a different perspective, put things in a better perspective, and, and see if I can potentially give us some tools in a thought process and a mindset to help us fight this life uh, that we constantly fighting. I first want to start this off with words from our study guide. We, you know, we have a self-improvement study guide from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and it's on uh, 
overcoming difficulty. Anybody going through difficulty right now? Just press the number one in the comment section if you're going through difficulty. Am I the only one going through some difficulty? Let me check the comments. Say, I mean, I know I'm not the only one, Emma. Am I the only one going through some difficulty? Okay, somebody admitted. Somebody, somebody joined the group with me. Okay, many people are going through some difficulty. So hopefully this live stream, by the time you leave this live stream, you're leaving with some value today. Okay, so let's, let's look at what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said about difficulty. This is out of the Self-Improvement Study Guide number three. The first point or fact that we want to point out is that Allah has said in the Quran that he has created man and woman to face difficulty. Now, let's start right there. If he created us to face difficulty and we are not facing difficulty, then we are acting other than ourselves. We are being other than ourselves and we are doing other than what we have been created to do. And when you use a car for other than what it is created to do, it can be destructive. Follow me. Many of us got hammers. We know what the hammer is for, but if we use the hammer for other than what it was created to do, it can cause destruction. You know why you got that penis. Let me get real with you. You know why you got that penis, brother. And the purpose of it. But if you use it for other than what it was created for, huh? it can cause destruction. You learning how to fight. You learning how to be a deadly man. But if you use that for other than what it was created for, other than why you was acquiring it, it can become destructive. So many of us are going through uh, uh, difficulty. Huh? Many of us are going through pain and we don't have peace because we're not doing that which we was created to do. Face the difficulty, not duck it. Not run from it, not put it in the back of our mind thinking that it'll go away. No, face it. Because he says after, watch this, look at what the Quran also says. After difficulty comes ease. Many of us are looking for ease and the reason we never find ease is because we never face the difficulty. Come on, I can anybody bear witness? I've been ducking my difficulty. Can anybody bear witness? You may stick, you may stick your toe in. Ah, let me, ah, but it, ooh, it was too cold. Let me get on back out of there. No, that ain't facing it. I need, he, you need to jump on in there. Get in there, boy. Dive. So that you can, look, look, I ain't even think about this. When I dive into the pool, it be cold and I don't like cold. I'm from Texas. But when I get in there and I just dive all the way in, the ease comes. It may take five minutes for me to warm up, but eventually, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> I'm good now. But many of us still tiptoeing in, into our difficulty. We tiptoeing. Ah, ooh, that's cold. And you still ain't got all the way in. You ain't adjusted to it. So the minister also says in the study guide, look at what he says. It is a general law of nature. That as night follows day, likewise ease follows difficulty. 
but we can't get to the ease because we're not facing a difficulty. Then he says, both the Bible and the Holy Quran teaches us that struggle is ordained for man by Allah, God. Now, many of us believe that when we're going and we're struggling and we're going through pain and difficulty, that something is wrong. No, this is ordained. Now, sometimes you bring, we bring about our own difficulty through our disobedience. So let me clear that up. Don't use deceptive intelligence. And we, in our own disobedience, create the difficulty and say, oh, God is testing me. No, sir. No, ma'am. We testing ourselves. We putting ourselves through hell. So the way we measure it is if I'm in line with the divine, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm striving to do right. And a difficulty comes now. Okay. Struggle is ordained, but don't go. I'm finna rob somebody. I'm finna go kill somebody. I'm finna deceive. And then they bring you difficulty and say, boy, God show who God show taking me through a trial. Now Negro, you taking yourself through a trial. You just robbed the damn man. You just hit him upside the head for no reason. Now he hitting you or done shot back at you and you talking about, boy, this is a hell of a trial. Yeah, it is. <laughs> One that you brought on yourself. So let's be mindful of, am I bringing this trial? If I'm in a certain position, we got to look at, did I bring me here? How did I get here? What is the root of how I got here? And if I continue to do the things and have the same thought that got me here, I'm not going to get out of this. I'm not going to get out this position. So we got to get away from that, which first made us sick. So first analyze self, not everybody else. Analyze the self. If I'm going through a difficulty, if I'm going through a depression, let me try to sit down and think, how did I get here? If I'm going through a trial, how did I get here? Is this a trial that really was supposed to be a trial I learned two years ago, but I didn't get the lesson then and I'm here again? Maybe that's on me. Next, he says, Minister Farrakhan has said, if Allah God has created man to face difficulty, then a difficulty factor is present that anticipates, intensifies as man moves closer to the goal. Uh-oh. Now let me, ooh, that's a good one here. It's present that intensifies, mean it gets greater as man, of course, and woman moves closer to the goal. The difficulty factor is attached to everything of value. Sisters who go through pregnancy. Sisters, when you begin to have contractions, what is that a sign of? Is that a sign to stop? Ooh, let me suck it in. Pause. Let me, let me hold it in. I, ooh, no. They say when the contractions come, what they say? Hey, let me call somebody. Let me call the midwife. Yeah, let me call the doula. Let me say, let me call the doctor. Okay, it's time. It's time to get ready. Hold my hand. When that thing get to, it's time to push. It's time to push. Many of y'all, many of us, when difficulty come, we think that's a sign to stop. 
So I'm just trying to give us a different mindset as we going through trials and difficulty. That means push harder. Maybe something is on the other side. The beauty of life. New life came into existence. It's going to be hard. Ooh, I know, sisters. I'm glad. I, I thank Allah he made me a man. I ooh, When I see that there, thank Allah. We go through a different type of pain, though. But the woman, that physical pain, blood, oh, pressure, you're crying. Oh, man, you've been going through it. Uncomfortable. But after you push through and the baby come out, there's a sign of relief. You see that new life, that new baby. You done created, you done had a whole human being growing in your stomach. Well, many of us are pregnant. Now, nah, this ain't no, no gay homosexual stuff, brothers. But we pregnant with something that's finna come on the other side. But, 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 but God got to follow his natural way. You came into existence, brother, going through difficulty. Not only did the woman go through pain, but us as babies, our head trying to fit through there, that was a pain that we went through too. You came into the life with three great trials, the minister said. First trial, you're in a hostile environment. The woman, that, that man, that vaginal, oh, that vaginal trial, the minister, that's a hostile environment. Then we are, we are, we are going through another trial. We're in competition with millions of other people. And we, we the one that made it. We in a, we in a hard trial with millions. Then he says, we, we, we flowing upstream. You know, when you riding a bike down, that's easy. You ain't even got a pedal. But imagine pedaling upstream. That's another trial. So we done already came through three great trials before we even came through the womb. And you mean that we can't overcome difficulty in our lives as an adult? So trial and difficulty and pressure, that's the order. That's the process. That's normal. So once we start to think like that, okay, this is normal. This is the process that I just got to go through. I think that will give us patience to get through it. Then he said, lastly, I mean, not lastly, but then he said, uh, without struggle, you cannot bring out of yourself that which God has deposited within you. Now, I want y'all to think on that statement because right now you may not see that. You may not see that right now. Oh, man, I don't know what this is bringing out of me. Have you ever, think back five years, three years, have you ever went through something difficult three, three years ago and it made you into who you are today? It made you wiser? What, 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 my man Marvin said? I'm wiser. I'm stronger. I'm better. You know how, you know he, you know how you be singing that. When I look back over all you brought me through. He said, I realized I made it, and it was you that I was holding on to. Something like that. Y'all know what he said. But now I'm stronger. Have y'all ever looked back five years and say, dang, when I was going through that, man, I couldn't see no future in my, ooh, I couldn't see it. I didn't know, man, I felt like I was in hell, hell. But now when I look back, oh, I became, I, I gained courage. I became wiser. Uh, I'm no longer not so so naive. Uh, you see? So oftentimes when we're going through something, it's hard to think like that. But when you think back, past tense, 
of when you thought you couldn't get out of that situation and you did get out of that situation, it'll bring you a little bit more patience. So he said, uh, you can't even bring out of yourself without going through that struggle. He says, it is something that has to be brought out and it is a struggle overcoming difficulties that manifest your own gifts and your own sublime, sublime qualities. Somebody said, I got a new understanding of the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So now I want to take us to the minister was asked one time about pressures of life. He was asked about difficulties of life on the show with Brother Munir. And uh, I think the minister gave a, a inspirational, motivational answer. So I wanted to share that video this morning so that y'all can see it. Dear Minister, can you speak on undergoing pressure and trying to be righteous? You were born to undergo pressure. If you complain about pressure, you should never have been here. Mm -hmm. You're not fit to run the race of life if you're afraid of pressure. When I was studying physics, I learned that on every square inch of our bodies, 14.7 pounds of pressure is on every square inch of your body. Now just, some of us got big bodies, let me just figure that thing out. <laughs> And you walking around every day with that kind of pressure. Teach. So how 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 you doing? Yeah. You say why you don't feel it? <laughs> you don't feel it because the air coming in gives you pressure on the inside to equalize the pressure coming from the outside. Go ahead, brother. Now when you collapse under pressure, Teach. it's because you don't have enough on the, the inside, inside. Yeah. that will allow you to sustain yourself under pressure. Right. So you complain it's pressure. Yeah. No. See, the servants of God, man, yeah. their heart, their mind, their soul is stayed on God. And he gives you <laughs> knowledge so that you can withstand pressure. Yeah. and continue to function and be righteous in your functioning. You mean to tell me you got a little pressure? So I'm going <laughs> to smoke a, a, a joint? I got a little pressure? Yeah. So I'm going to fornicate? Yeah. Too much pressure? <laughs> I'm going to cheat? Yeah. I'm going to lie? I'm going to steal? No, you don't have enough righteousness in you <laughs> to withstand the pressure that's pulling on you to go back like the dog to the vomit that you once puked up. Yes, now you go back and lap it up. No. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> Stand up. Right. Act like a man. And stop. Like like the, the Godfather did. Act like a man. Stop <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, spirit of the minister, man. So y'all heard him. 
So, so the goal is for us to have enough inside of us that fights off the, the, the natural evil that's pulling on us from without us. Now, here's the question we got to ask ourselves. If Satan is the God of this world. Now, I don't know if y'all knew that. Look into your scripture now. Google it. AI it, whatever you want to do. But it says Satan is the God of this world. Little G, of course. Well, if he is the God of this world and we present in the world, we don't think that he's constantly attacking us. Well, brother Ben, why would God, why would Satan want to come after us? Well, let's read in the Quran where it says Satan is saying, you know, when he about to be chastised by the God, Satan is pleading with him. He says, respite me until the day that they are raised. Now, what does that mean? He says, the minister, in other words, he's asking or saying, delay my doom until the day that they are raised. Well, if, shoot, if he's delaying his doom by keeping us down, he has strategically, you don't think he's strategically thinking, planning, strategizing how to keep us down so that he can delay his doom? Well, if you know, let's think about this. If you know you got a hit man after you. If you know there is someone who's saying, I got, a, I got money on his head. Are you walking through life carelessly? Are we walking through life? Are we not sitting down with our squad, our team, our gang, whatever, to plan how not to be caught by them? Well, how much time, now this is where reality, cause and effect comes into place because ain't no spookism. It ain't no spooky. I'm about to pray real quick. Seek refuge in God and everything's going to be fixed. No, man, there is a cause and effect. You got to strive. So how much time do we sit down or think about individually? Where is God going to come for me? Because he's not going to go after everybody the same way. He's going to come in what? That straight path. And he's going to come through what we love individually. See? So I may not struggle with smoking. So he's not going to come to me with a blunt. He may not come through you when it comes to uh, uh, dealing with women or dealing with men, if that's not your weakness. He's not going to come through you with alcohol if that's not your weakness. But whatever our weakness is, and only we know, that's what we got to start to plan, look at it, because that's how he's going to come. That's how he's going to come. The, the minister said disobedience to God or no, lack of duty is what causes us to stress. So what is it? Many of us say, I don't know. You can find out. Think. Sit down for 30 minutes to an hour and just think about our own life. How do we know everything about 
who done got divorced. We know everything about who got sick. We know everything about uh, who done got in the fight on Shade Room. Which celebrity done, done, done got uh, fired. We know every who 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 hip hop of an of Atlanta in. Who basketball wiving? But we don't know nothing by self. If I was to ask us, hey man, what's two things? Your two top things that's holding you back. Well, you know, I ain't never really thought about that. I done asked people that's 30, 40, 50 years old, what's your gift? Man, I never, I never thought about that before. How the hell we 30, 40 years old and we ain't never thought about what our gift is? How? Because Satan makes evil fair seeming. He got us going through life, going through the motions, thinking everything's all right, and we never have a sense of urgency to sit down and say, hold on now, let me pause. I've been, I've been worrying about that. Let me think about, okay, wh where am I at? In life mentally. We ain't had chance to sit. We ain't even had thought to sit down and think about that. Y'all feel what I'm saying? So I wanted to share a few things with us today. I want to first start with defense. Now, when defense physically, you counter, you know, you know, he throw a punch, you ah, ah, hit it. You know, you seen did y'all see how man tank hit him with that liver shot? Oh. Boom, and the dude, he couldn't eat. His, man, whole body shut down. He tried to get up. He said, I know he felt that in his nervous system. So we got to learn how to counter in life. What do I mean? Okay, when a bad thought comes, what are we countering that thought with? What are we replacing that thought with? And how will we know what to even replace the thought with if we don't go study? If we're not searching for a better thought process, if we're not searching for a better way, if we're not asking, paying, whatever we got to do for another way to think. Think about our bodies. Look at how the God set us up. When it's cold, what does your body do? Let me know in the comment section. Let me see if anybody know. Why, when it's cold, why does our body shiver? Goosebumps, pimple. But why, why does it shiver, though? Why, why, why does it? Why, why do it shiver, though? To let us know it's cold? Yeah, let us know it's cold. But to create heat, warm us up. Right? It's raising our temperature. Well, look at it. Let's look at just that principle. Coldness is going to happen. But the God then already set in our brain and our body when it's cold, though, your body going to naturally already do this here. Look at that. It's going to naturally do it. But when life gets cold, what do we got set up to shiver? Come on now. I hope y'all follow me now. Some of us ain't got no defense mechanism. Some of us don't got a shiver response. And we just still cold. Our body not doing this. Our brain, our mind is not shivering. Because we don't know what to do innately we don't know what to do we haven't been taught 
or we have been taught to come out and be other than ourselves. Naturally, we may know we may naturally have a shiver, but we're not activating it. It has been deactivated by this world. It has been deactivated by us being other than ourselves. So when we are going through a problem, what, what, what is our shiver? When I go through a financial crisis and my, my finances is cold, what is my shiver? When relationships is cold, as it all naturally will be, it will not always be perfect. What is the shiver? See, when I'm mentally depressed, what is my shiver? I got to go find out and activate my shiver. So I got to replace my bad thoughts with good thoughts. I got to counter that. I got to replace bad relationships. People that mean you no good. You can't continue to be around people that mean you no good. You have a choice in life. We can make the decision to say I will no longer tolerate this. You will no longer continue to rob me. You will no longer continue to beat me. I know you may be afraid because in your mind you can't see you possibly living without them or being without them or surviving without them. But you have the choice and the decision to say I will no longer take this one more day. Maybe difficult, maybe hard. You may go through some series of trials when you leave, but at the end of the day, you still got a decision. Replace bad habits. What bad habits do we have? Have we analyzed bad habits that we have? Have we noticed whenever somebody says this thing, I get heated? Is that a bad habit? Have I noticed that maybe when I'm in an argument, I over talk. I don't even let you finish. I'm actually just listening to respond. Is that a bad habit? Let me fix it. I notice that when finances get low or something is happening, I panic. I go back to my old ways and my old ways is not going to lead me to more wealth. So I'm really in a cycle because I don't have no new knowledge. I don't have any other options. When something goes bad, I, I resort back to what I already know. But what I already know wasn't good enough in the first place. So what I'm actually doing is in a rat race. Uh Oh, is that a bad habit of mine? Let me sit down and fix it. See. Replace. The bad habits that we have. Because some of the habits that we have are not habits that we had before, but habits that maybe we have been influenced to have. And who influenced them? Who controls the media? Have y'all seen? Let me, I don't even want, I don't even want to ask you, did you see it? Let me see if I can. Look at this. You don't think this enemy controls the me hold on. I, I want y'all to really see Satan. I want y'all to see the type of control that he got. So y'all don't think I'm just making nothing up. Look at this and listen closely. But first, does it matter who owns your local TV station? While polls show Americans are increasingly worried about so-called fake news, they also show that many trust their local news more than other sources. The largest owner of local stations in the country is Sinclair Broadcasting, a 
viral video of Sinclair news anchors has again raised concerns about the way in which the company mixes news with partisan political opinion. William Brangham updates his story about the broadcast giant that originally ran last year. No, that ain't it. Here it is. I am Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. one sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media so you don't think that if Satan, huh? Y'all, 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 y'all don't think that if he's saying, hey, respite me until the day that they are raised, that he's not putting certain things in the media to cause you to think certain things. And he knows that what you think leads to how you feel. And he knows that how you think leads to how you feel, leads to how you act, leads to the resource that you have. So if he can control your mind, he can control your behind. So it doesn't matter Who's put in his system? It's his system. I don't care who the news anchor is. Read this. Read what I'm putting on the screen. Reading what I'm telling you to say. So y'all don't think that certain things are pushed to us on social media? That cause us to feel a certain way? Man, I'm always feeling down for some reason. Man, I'm always, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you don't know. Because Satan is slick. See, he's slick. He know how to ah and then get out the way. He know how to cast evil suggestions, huh? Like that sneaking devil from within ourselves too. So we got to be constantly y'all on guard. And think, man, hey, what am I listening to? Am I putting something good in? The minister said we don't have enough righteousness in to fight the evil wickedness that's pulling on us. Well, how much how many times out today am I really putting some good in? Consciously putting it in. See? But we complain about being I'm down. But what are you putting in yourself to lift up? Not allowing certain circumstances to pull you up. What are we in our, what book are we reading? Myself. In the Quran, what I read in, in Ramadan is that uh, you won't be able to get into paradise or reach the hereafter, which is here on earth after this wicked world has been destroyed by what your husband doing, by what your wife is doing, by what your children is doing. All of us got an individual relationship with God. He's not judging you off what your husband is doing. And brother, he's not judging you based on what your wife is doing. All of us individually got to submit. 
all of us individually have to grow and strive to be upright. So, yeah, it's good to read books together. It's good to read lectures together with the family, with your friends, with your brothers and your sisters. You come into the study group and y'all reading together. But when you leave, when only you know what you need to deal with, what book are you picking up for you? See, what lecture are you reading and listening to for you? What podcast are you putting in your mind for you? If you only do it when you come in the study group. If we only do it when the family reading together. If we only do it when we on Zoom together. You ain't really serious about our self-improvement. We're not really serious about our own self-development. And we think Satan playing with us. We wonder why we be walking around here with bad attitudes. Emotions is off. Man, that stuff ain't no coincidence. We ain't putting in the work. We ain't putting this, the, the, the prerequisite knowledge in that can fight what's naturally in, 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 inevitable to come from without. Not only do we got to play defense, though, because we also got to weave, too, now. Let me, let me stay on defense a little bit. We got to weave, so we got to, uh-oh, hold on now. We got we to gotta dodge. And in dodging, how many environments do we avoid? See, when we become in knowledge and we want to grow, it's certain environments that we now got to avoid. It don't make me, I'm not saying I'm better than you, but I got to avoid this now. I, I can't continue to come here because right here reminds me, and this is what made me what I was. Now I'm trying to turn into what I am. So I know I used to club, but I, I, I can't do that no more. That's not my environment. I know I used to come around, y'all smoking, yeah, y'all passing the blunt around, but I can't do that no more. I mean, I got to come to, that's not a productive environment for where I'm trying to go. So now you got to weave, Satan. You got to avoid certain situations. We got to avoid certain slack talk. We got to avoid certain slander. Uh-uh, no, nah, I'm, mm-mm, nope. Uh-uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to get caught up in that. Nope, don't even call me about that. But then we can play offense. One, I can control my environment. People talk about white folks. I don't, I don't see white folks. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I don't see them. I mean, I may see them going to, we go to the store, or, you know, uh, you know, if they driving by. But I don't have too many encounters with them. I don't have too many interactions with them to even know if they're evil or good. Because there's some good ones out there for sure. But as Minister, I ain't trying to find out. I'm working with my people. So I'm constantly working with my people. Or I'm at home in my own environment. I don't have to go rent out their space and deal with them and deal with how they do business or deal with if they're going to discriminate with me against me or not deal with how they're going to look. I ain't got to deal with it because I create my own environment. So one, we can create your own environment to avoid some of those things. You set the rules. Now we plan offense. We can create our own school. Now we plan offense because we know what he going to slip certain things in in his curriculum in school. Y'all see how he's doing the news. If you think he, he controls the news like that, and he ain't controlling the school. Oh man, you out your mind. 
Yes, it's a teacher, but unless that teacher a little radical, that teacher repeating their curriculum. You don't think so? Yeah, when you hired on as a teacher, they don't say, hey, now you go create the whole curriculum and bring it to us. Now they may be to ask certain things in, and they, you know, certain good teachers, they will. They'll do their thing. They'll notice, okay, I need to talk to him like this. But they're going off a of curriculum. So if we build our own schools, put them in our own schools, now we plan offense. Okay, I'm in control of that. Dang, they got the food, though. Well, if we learn how to you know, eat our own food and we learn how to fast, maybe that's, there goes some more defense. Yeah, I know he doing this to the food, but I was taught that we're going to fast because fasting, it gets the toxins out of our bodies. The food that was bad that shouldn't have been in X, Y, and Z is going to allow our body to detox. Okay, I'm playing defense. But if we don't do nothing, yeah, your health is bad because you know what the enemy is doing and cause and effect. You ain't doing nothing to defend against it, of course. So here's what I got to say. I'm t- don't, don't say F, man, F cancer. Yeah, that, you, you can say that. But, 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 but F cancer how? You still eating it. You ain't drinking nothing. We ain't doing nothing to counter it. So don't wait until grandmama get cancer, mama get cancer, and daddy get cancer, and all these people get cancer. Now you're in your feelings, and you're saying, oh, F cancer. No, F the food that's causing cancer. F the habits that's allowing the cancer to stay there. This is a real world. We can't just be like, oh, I'm going to eat anything. I'm never going to fast. I'm never going to detox. I'm never going to juice. I'm never going to do nothing. I know cancer is real. I know what they're doing in the food. I done heard this podcast. Did you hear what that brother? We can quote all the everybody. Dr. Sebi said this. Dr. Africa said this. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said this. This man, you should man, that's some good stuff. Yeah, what you going to do now? Just keep living the same? After you know, after we know, come on, man. So we got, we, in other words, we got a part in this. You know what Satan said, Satan doing his job. What you mad at him for? He doing what he's supposed to be doing. Our job is to do what we're supposed to do as God's through a messenger that has been brought to us. He done brought the solution to us. How many of us are doing it? How many of us are striving to play defense? Because if we don't play defense, offense obviously is going to continue to score points on us. So hopefully I'm hitting somebody. I don't know who I'm touching right now, but hopefully I'm saying something that, that can, if it's just one person that say, man, this, this was the one for me. I'm finna change my life. I'm good. Okay, another thing we can do to play offense or defense, is be foremost. Be foremost. We was taught taught that when somebody is bringing you gossip, you look carefully into it and and, and strive to get the other person on the the line. Hey, man, yeah, this brother, you know, is telling me, is this this true? That will cause them to not bring you that no more. When certain people know, oh, I can't just bring no anything to him because he going to put me on his, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't bring that no more. Because you don't want you don't want to become a that type of host where people can just dump on you. I went through that for years. 
you know, me coming up, oh, little brother in the nation, they bringing me all kind, brother, I'm going through this, brother, I'm suicide, brother, I'm this, brother, I'm caught up in this, brother. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said this. Let me uh, put it on the screen for y'all. I'm, and, and this is for anybody who may be dealing with this. You trying to teach everybody, you trying to help everybody, and you drain. They draining you. You can't even focus on your own self-improvement because it's always a new problem, another problem, another. They just always bringing you problem. Look at what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told the minister. Let me zoom it out for y'all. Yeah, I want y'all to see this. Look at this. When Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was in, uh, was the minister in New York, he told the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad about how he opened the mosque on Wednesdays to meet the believers, meet with the believers. Most of the meeting were them sharing their, uh, them their troubles. He said afterwards he would be drained. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told him, brother, I did not send you there to hear their problems. He said, I sent you there to teach Islam. He said, and if you teach it properly, they will be able to solve their own, their own, their own problems. See, energy is real, man. You letting people dump all that on you, man. You letting people dump all, all, all that on you. You're going to be drained. You're going to be replacing them with you. For real, for real, they was depressed. Now they done dumped on you and you done gave them all you got. Oh, they feel, they feel better. And here you is, you feel drained now. We got to set up a system, man. So I have, it, it has become, and sometimes, you know, it may seem cold. It may seem, damn, you ain't got no emotion. And maybe I don't have emotion sometimes. Maybe I should be a little bit more empathetic. But this is how I talk to myself. Maybe I shouldn't talk to others how I talk to myself. But when problems come, I'm like, okay, what's the solution? You know what I mean? Like, you don't, do you, do you just want like a, you just want to vent about this or do you want a solution? You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, uh, Brother Ben, I'm show, show going through it, man. I got this, got this, got this earache. Yes, sir, brother. Well, what's the solution for earaches? You need medicine? What you need me to, you need help buying it? Some people just be wanting you to, oh, okay, oh, man, it hurt. It do. Oh, man, dang. How long it been hurting? Man, listen, man, well, hey, come on, man, damn. Do you, 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 you do you want it to, 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 to heal? And, and again, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe I'll be a little too insensitive. But over the years, man, I done, I done helped so many people. And it, that stuff can be, it got to a point where I stopped opening up my DMs. Because every time I will open a DM, it's another problem. Somebody asking for this. I need this. I'm homeless. Or can you help me out with it? And then people start abusing it. So it's like, man, I, I done came accustomed. Okay, what's the solution? You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, but the point I was making with that is don't become a host for negativity. You want to be known as, nah, I know I can't bring that to him because he going to. He going to try to figure out, he going to help me plan what the solution is. Or I can't come with, to him with this because he going to make hold me to the fire and say, hey, where you get this information from? Because da 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 And then becoming up front. Be up front. That's a way to be, all, be, all, be on the offense. Be clear about what we're doing. And when we clear, 
Satan or the devil don't have any gray area to creep in. That's something I've learned over the years, too. When I'm crystal clear, I may not want to go through the through all the time to make sure everything is crystal clear, contracts, etc. But when you do that up front, you say now ain't got no wiggle room for emotion. Well, I felt like, well, I, well, I feel that you was wrong. No, we talked about all situations. Look, we, we agreed up front. If this happened, then we got this. If, we, if this happened, then this is what we both agreed on. It's no room for, well, I thought and, you know, I was kind of feeling. No, forget all that. Here it is right here. Another way to play offense is to choose to eat right or grow our own food and do what we got to do. So, uh, man, that's all I had today. I hope that I shared something that uh that was valuable for somebody. Um, I've I've just come to the conclusion that life is about choices. Different people are ahead of us because when they was presented with a situation, they just made a better choice. Like life is not deep. That's why you know I I know and and what I've noticed over the years. I made a post about this the other day. Many of us are are are. It, are mesmerized by people who sound deep online. Oh, cause you know the model, you know, back in the ancient da da da, and they saying a lot of stuff that you ain't never heard. So it's like, ooh, boy, that was deep. And if I ask you, what did they say? Man, I really can't recall it, but it was deep though. It was your boy say it was on point, brother. They're conscious. And it's like, oh, brother, how did you apply that to your life though? I don't know, just knowledge. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But life is really simple. Hey, man, how did you get here? Uh, man, I got seven children, and I ain't got no baby. They all with different women. Okay, uh, how did you get here? A decision. I made the decision to go be with this woman, knowing I wasn't committed to her, had children. Then I had another decision. To, you see, it's, it's like life is about decisions. Hey, man, I had $5,000. I made a choice to spend it here versus investing it here. That's a decision. The moment I noticed that that man, mm -mm, he ain't no good. No, that nigga, he just said he'll choke. He'll choke what? Now, in your mind, you like, he, he ain't, he, uh-uh. But you made a choice to say, I'm going to fix him. You made a choice to say, I'm going to stay with him and see if I can change him. You could have made the choice to say, brother, uh-uh. That's that first sign. We, I'm not even going to let that manifest. Yeah, I got to go. See, life is about choices. You was broke. Man, I'm finna go. <sighs> finna hit these streets, man. I'm finna shit. I got to do what I got to do. Man, it is what it is, man. God, I understand. That's a choice that you're making. You rationalizing that in your voice, in your, in your head. Or you could have made the choice. Man, I'm finna go. Go to the thrift store. Put me a suit on. Man, I ain't no, but another choice thought comes up, man, I ain't no square, nigga, I ain't no L7, nigga, I ain't no, see, now you worried about perception, but you could have made the choice, I don't care what condition you in, all of us got a choice, I don't want to hear that, some of us ain't got no choice, all of us got a choice, all of us, even if the choice is super hard, you got a choice, you got a choice. It may be a very, 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 very difficult choice. I know there are certain women that's in sex trafficking. 
They feel like I ain't got no choice. You know what I mean? If I go away, I ain't going to have nothing. He going to come after me. He going to find me. He going to kill. I know that, but you don't, you don't know what's going to happen in the future, nor does he. So the choice is hard, but it's still a choice. So every day I heard, uh, what's my man's name? Jay Prince say, every day we presented with another chance and a choice. Another chance and another choice. And if I analyze my life, how I got here is from a bunch of choices. Like when I think about it, man, I lost over $100,000 in, uh, I lost over $100,000 in trying to, trying to learn trading and all that type of stuff. And, I, and it was me. I made the choice to not study all of it before investing. I made the choice of not putting it somewhere else instead of putting it there. I made that choice. I have been robbed of over, over six figures. I'm old right now, over six figures. But I made the choice not to sit down, make sure we had all our contracts in place, make sure we had an agreement, make sure I used all that money I was making to get me an attorney. I knew I should have did all that, but I made the choice to say, nah, I'm going to just keep pushing it off. That's on me. I can be mad at them. But then I got to come back and take some accountability and say, but at the end of the day, brother, if you would have did what you knew you were supposed to do, that wouldn't have happened. See? Easy. Choices. So we got to slow down sometimes and, and stop. See, a lot of us are moving on from our subconscious. A lot of us are moving from habit. And we just make it a bunch of, like, think about how many choices do you make a day? Think about that. Like, have y'all ever thought about, damn, how many choices do I make a day? We probably make over 100, probably over 1,000 choices. Am I going to go get something to eat or am I going to order something to eat? Am I going to cook tonight or are we going to eat out? Are we going to have sex or are we not going to have sex? Am I going to play the game or not play the game? Am I going to work out or not work out? Am I going to boo-boo or not boo-boo? Come on, man. Come on. Like, think about it. I, I, I'm trying to make this simple as possible. Am I going to go get that oil change that I know keep popping up on my car or am I not going to get the oil change? See? I know the transmission fluid low. Am I going to go change it or am I not going to change it? But if I keep making the decision, don't change it. No, nah, I ain't going to change it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. When my car mess up because the oil done messed up and something wrong with the engine, that's on me. When my transmission mess up, I got to look back and say, I kept making my own choice to, no, nah, I ain't going to change it today. Nope, I ain't going to change it today. I had the money, but then I made another choice. I'm finna go get something to eat this snack. You didn't have to get that snack. All them snacks you done ate over this whole month could have accumulated to the money that you needed to change that, change that transmission fluid or whatever you needed to do. You made the choice to go buy it here, spend your money here versus put it here. This is cause and effect, family. Cause and effect. So thank you all for listening, man. I don't want to keep going and rambling. I don't want to hold y'all too much longer, but I think y'all got the message today. If y'all don't mind sharing some feedback, once this live is over with, I want y'all to go into the comment section of my YouTube and just share something that you got from this. Because I want to know if I'm on point. I always like to know feedback. You may say, Brother Ben, you was all over the place. Man, I didn't know. I didn't get one thing. You wasted my time. Hey, put that in the comment section if I did. 
But if this, if you got something from this, I want to know what did you get from it? Because I didn't plan on saying all that I said today. Some of this was being inspired to say as I'm speaking. So I may have missed something that I said myself. And if something stood out to you and caused you to think something, share it in the comment section so I can learn from you too. Share it in the comment section so somebody else can learn from you too. So if y'all don't mind coming over to the YouTube channel, man, if you're on Facebook, your comments going to already be there, but if you're on YouTube, man, after the video is uploaded and on there, man, just come share, you know, what you got from the video today. And uh, if you all would like to uh, get a text message, whenever I go live talking about this, just text the word nation to 833-276-7174. Text the word nation. Here it is right here on the screen. Text just the word by itself to the number. Don't text. Don't comment this. Get your phone out and put the phone number in 833-276-7174 and text the word by itself nation. And that'll put you on my text list. We go live every morning studying together. And then if I'm doing like a podcast like this, I shoot you a text and warn you about what I'm doing. So thank you all for listening, man. Y'all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum. And I'm going to end off for those who came in late. End off with this message again from the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan. Dear Minister, can you speak on undergoing pressure and trying to be righteous? You were born to undergo pressure. If you complain about pressure, you should never have been here. Mm-hmm. You're not fit to run the race of life if you're afraid of pressure. When I was studying physics, I learned that on every square inch of our bodies, 14.7 pounds of pressure is on every square inch of your body. I just some of us got big bodies. Let me just figure that thing out. <laughs> and you walking around every day with that kind of pressure. Teach. So how 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 you doing? Yeah. You say, why you don't feel it? <laughs> you don't feel it because the air coming in gives you pressure on the inside to equalize the pressure coming from the outside. Go ahead, brother. Now when you collapse under pressure Jeez. it's because you don't have enough on the, the inside, inside. Yeah. that will allow you to sustain yourself under pressure Jeez. so you complain it's pressure yeah. no see the servants of God man yeah. their heart their mind their soul is stayed on God and he gives you <laughs> knowledge so that you can withstand pressure yeah. and continue to function and be righteous in your functioning. You mean to tell me you got a little pressure? So I'm going <laughs> to smoke a, a, a joint? I got a little pressure? Yeah. So I'm going to fornicate? Yeah. Too much pressure? <laughs> I'm going to cheat? Yeah. I'm going to lie? I'm going to steal. No, you don't have enough righteousness in you <laughs> to withstand the pressure that's pulling on you to go back like the dog to the vomit that you once puked up. <laughs> <laughs>
Exactly. Now you go back and lap it up. No. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> Stand up. That's right. Act like a man. And stop. Like like the, the Godfather did. Act like a man. Stop in the face. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. 